What up, y'all? It's Mr. GQ from the Fresh Podcast, and I want to let y'all know about the platform that I'm using for my podcast. It's called Anchor.fm. I've known about this site for a few years, and I finally converted over. One of the reasons is free. Now, you know you love free, but the best part is you can make you some money. You can upload ads, or you can ask your listeners to subscribe to your channel for a monthly donation. Anchor will distribute your podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. You can upload pre-recorded episodes, or you can record them on the free Anchor app. Go to anchor.fm to get started. Y'all stay fresh. Another day, another dollar. Let's go. Hey. Yeah, you weren't expecting them shots, baby. No, I did not. That's the petty pistol, yeah. Yeah, I'm in a good mood today. Hell right. yeah. Hell yeah. Yeet. This is the Fresh Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. GQ, a.k.a. Poppy Day Chocolate, a.k.a. Short Time, a.k.a. fucking Coffee Black. We back again. I'm delivered to give y'all some more of this freshness. I have a guest today. Cool young man. Well, shit, you might be older than me for real. Uh, I don't know. I'm. I don't know. I'm 37. 35. All right. Cool young man. He younger than me and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We've been hanging out. We got Mr. Oh, comedian too. Also, Mr. Dave Leon. I like that. Yeah, we dropped bomb. Yeah, that's, that's a fresh like bomb. That. You know what I'm saying? But we got the applause too. Yes, thank you, everyone. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. Please, please. Thank you. You know. Yeah, man. Yeah. How you living? Um, from day to day, my friend. From day to day. I can dig it. I can dig it, man. Good having you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, I told you. I said, bro, if you want to come over, man, you can come over. Yeah, thank you so much. I, I really, like, that was a great night there at the uh, sunset. Yeah, that, yeah. That was a good time. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. So me and Dave met at the show on Sunday. You know, I performed, he performed. We'll, we'll get into that a little later in the show. So, yeah, it's, uh, my day's been all right. You know, I worked. I work today. I, I like to. I do multiple jobs because I be on multiple streams of income. So I did two okay. of them. Went to the gym, came in and shit, yeah. just chill. So, yeah, yeah, it's been all right. Just watching the game and it's all right. You know, I'm just out here hustling because I want to travel soon. I said I was gonna chill today. I mean, this month. Yeah. But in July, I'm trying to go somewhere in August too. So where? I want to go to. Sri Lanka or maybe Bali. Sri Lanka, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. That's awesome. I, I lived yeah. in Maine and there was this like amazing Sri Lankan restaurant up there. And no I never shit. had that food from that part of India before. And it was amazing. Like the beer they had there, never had it before, never had it again. Yeah, I ain't never like had the, their food. The, oh, it's amazing. It is fantastic. Okay. Yeah. I and don't then, know about the other spot, but. I'll check it out. Well, hopefully I get over or maybe like Bali. So. I'm going to see what's up, and then I think I want to go back to the Philippines in August because I want to go to, like, the beaches and shit because when I, when I was there the other day, I didn't really, like, I was in, like, 
weak ass areas and shit. Like no, I was in this one town that had a beach, but that shit looked like a lake. The water was like brown and shit, and there was yeah. so much like dirt, trash, and bullshit all on the sand. Ugh. I I wouldn't even got in that motherfucker. I don't, I don't blame you. Yeah, I've never been to the Philippines. Uh, I've I, I really like the food there too. Like, have you ever had pancit while you were there? Nah, man. You know it's a disappointment, what? and I mentioned it on the last few episodes. It was so hard to find fucking Filipino food. They had all American shit every fucking uh, word, dog. Hell yeah, man. There was fucking Shakey's pizza. And Shakey's? Shit, and the- shocked the fuck out of wow. me when I seen that shit, man. <laughs> fucking pie. Where I stayed at this condo, there was Popeye's right there. There was McDonald's. Uh, fucking Burger wow. King. Papa John's. I went into, like, there was a mall right next to like the condo I stayed at. So I went in there and shit. They had like a little fucking stand, had like a little Jamaican patty, and I got some other little shit. Right. But, but yeah, it was it was like hard for her to find like Filipino that's, food. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah man. Oh man, I had a couple of street food or whatever, but it was like a little disappointment. So I want to go back and like hit up the little spots and shit. I'm like, I don't want to fucking do with this American shit. That's how I felt whenever I lived in Hawaii. Which part? The Big Island. The last guest that we had was from Hawaii and shit. Oh yeah, yeah Kauai. Oh Kauai. Yeah. No, this is the the big island. You know when people do like the hang loose. Yeah, and that like the, that's what the island looks like, the big island. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah, like, I've been to Honolulu. Oh really? Yeah. I, I haven't gotten to the other ones. I've heard there's two islands that nobody can go to unless you're a native born Hawaiian. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I went to Honolulu and and I stayed in Waikiki. Oh wow. Cool. Yeah, it was cool. You know what I'm saying? I would go back, but it's expensive. All right, so one thing I noticed, bro, on every fucking corner is the ABC store. Oh, yeah. I'm like, bro, there's duty, like literally one on every fucking block. Duty free. That's um, why. All just... that stuff's tax-free. You can take oh. it on the plane. It's duty-free. It's ABC store. I never knew that. Yeah. I remember just being in a club and seeing a sign that said they were selling cigarettes for like $15 a pack. I was yeah. like, God damn. Yeah. And McDonald's was like $11, $12 a meal. I said, mm-hmm. man, this is an expensive-ass fucking place. The Big Island was different. It's like, uh, I'm from the South. It was like uh-huh. Arkansas, but Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah, like it was very much like everybody was laid back and cool. There was a lot more like wildlife, big trucks, you know, that kind of thing. There was a lot of people that didn't have houses, but they didn't have to. It was so nice there all the time. They could Damn. fish, they could eat, they could panhandle from the tourists. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. I'd seen yeah. crazy, I got crazy stories about that. Like this one guy. I'm down there playing my guitar, busking, you know, trying to make an honest living from the tourists. And these guys start standing next to me and sitting down next to me while I'm playing. And this guy walks by with a to-go container in his hand. A what container? A to-go container okay. in his hand. And uh, he goes, hey there, brada, are you going to eat that? And he's like, yes, it's mine. I bought it. So he walks off. And he starts saying bad things about this guy as he walks away. And the guy feels bad, and he turns around and gives it to him. Right? And I'm, like, playing Billy Joel's piano man on my guitar, (laughs) watching this whole thing happen. And uh, the guy goes, and he opens it up, and it's this big cinnamon roll. And he goes, I don't want this. Who wants this? And there's other people sitting next to him. He holds it out, and this guy on a bicycle drives right by and just picks it up out of his hand. And just (laughs) keeps going. (laughs) That's fucked up. Yeah. That's Hawaii, man. Yeah. It's a big island. <laughs> yeah, I'll go back up there one day and see what's up. But yeah, I love to travel, so oh, I'm just trying to plot. It's always fun. Like my next destination where I want to go. And 
See what's up, man. See what's up. Since I moved here, I don't really need to travel. I can like see all the crazy stuff that's around here that I've never seen before. So I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna pick this neighborhood today. All right. You better be careful which neighborhood you pick. Uh, I, I I I do. I do my research. What neighborhood did you go to? Well, uh, when I first got here, I had no job, like no income, no nothing, and so I started looking on Craigslist, and it was being a canvasser. What is that? Uh, so, uh, what's his name? I think his name was like Rick or something. He was like trying to be like the mayor of LA or something. Oh, no. Rick something. I don't remember because I didn't care. Basically, all I would do is they would give me a bunch of literature and I would walk door to door, knock on the doors. And if the people answered, I had an app and I, they'd say, I'd go, hey, do you like, oh, Rick Santorum. That was his name. Okay. I was like, or, no, that's not it. That's not it at all. Uh, but uh, I was like, do you like Rick? And they would be like, no. Or yes, and I would press the button, and I got paid $25 an hour to do that. Could you, like, fake the people? Oh, I did all the time. Okay. <laughs> and I still got paid for it. Hell yeah. Yeah, so it was awesome. Did you get, like, an incentive if you... No. Oh, the more people... Oh, so it was yeah. all the same. Yeah, didn't matter. $25 an hour ain't bad, though, for real. Yeah, well, I mean, when I first got here, it was very helpful, and then I yeah. got onto the court TV shows. Oh, uh, which court TV shows was uh, you on? Judge Hatchet, Judge Alex... Judge Murphy, I think is the other one. And I've been litigants and like in the background and stuff. Cause I just seen on TikTok this one dude, he was like a way to make money. He said that him and his friends would get on them little fucking shows and like yeah. fake sue each other and like split the money. And oh, shit. no, no, no. Uh, this is a whole different situation. Uh, basically, what they do at these shows is they've already bought the stories uh -huh. of the court. Okay. Like, the court situation's already been filed, already been done, already been taken care of. And then they get two people. Two extras, two possibly extras that are good at like improv, and they come in and they're like, "This is the case. You're gonna play this person. You're gonna play this person because it says real people, real cases." Right, but it don't it, it don't say theirs. Nope. Yeah, no, but people don't catch on to that no, shit. No, no, it's real people, real cases. Yeah. Yeah, and so I went in and did that, and uh, the first time I went in, I had no idea, and this is like my second week here in L.A. Uh huh. And I had like. I'm gonna say like half of, yeah, half a quarter of mushrooms <laughs> before I went in, uh, and I forgot that I wasn't in real court. Yeah, and I fought real hard for my oh. case, and I won. <laughs> Damn, that's what's up. Yeah. So was it predetermined who was gonna win? No. Uh, basically, the uh, casting director brought us into a room, told us what was going on, and she was like, basically, whoever is the best improv person and fights for their case will win the case. Damn. And Judge Hatchet was like, yeah, you got it. Oh, like, shit. So how much did you get from that? Oh, I didn't have to pay the old lady's medical bills, basically. Oh, shit. No, I mean, in the court case? Yeah. That's all I had to do is not pay the medical bills. But uh, for the appearance, it was like 100 bucks. All right, so let's say there's a case, and it's like, all right, I award you $1,500. Would that person really get $1,500? No. Uh, they do all that shit for $100? Basically. Hey, cuz, you know what? I thought about doing that. When I seen that it's shit on fun. TikTok with that little dude, I was like, I might do it. But motherfuckers would think that's real. Like, I see your motherfucking ass on that court show. I'd be like, hey, bitch, You're, this shit was fake. Yeah, right? my, that, they didn't take my name. I was called, uh, like, Earl something. Okay, I was going to ask if yeah, you had it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially, old, especially if I could use a fake name. They were like, hey, there was a motherfucker no, that looked a, like it's you. It's not a fake name. It's the, the name from the, the real people. Oh, okay. Thing, so. It looked like you, but it was a different name. I'd be like, shit, bro, I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know. What? No. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, how do you like get that shit? 
uh, there's a couple websites you can go on to. Uh, there was one I went to on recently, uh, and then I got you, you, it's a lot of red tape, and you got to wait at certain times to log on and get into the like the whole thing. It's very like if you if you know the times, you can get in there, you can do it. Uh, but one of them, I got a casting call, and I caught with like two uh, casting directors, and they asked me, they were like, "Look, we're we're casting basically for uh, what was it, uh, League of Their Own season three. Okay. It's like some TV show from the movie yeah. on Amazon. And they're like, you have too many tattoos. Uh, you, you, it, that's not going to go with the 1930s look. Right. They're like, but how do you feel about playing a criminal? So, <laughs> in another project we have coming up. And I was like, I've been preparing for that in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> we all laughed. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's just a couple of different websites. There's one that's called SRO, Central Casting is another one. Okay. Uh, and you can go on there, and they're both free. You just got to go in there and like go by the rules, go by the rules on the website first, and then go through there. But uh, anybody can do it. I did uh, Ninja Warrior, not on set, but like as the people on the side being like, yay, go guy. Okay. And it was like eight and a half hours at 11 o'clock in the morning until like daybreak, because that's like when they can make it look like it was nighttime the whole time. And that was on the Universal set. How much they pay for that shit? Same amount. A hundred? Uh, I mean, it's 16 bucks an hour because you're an extra. Oh, okay. And it's, like, tax-free. But if depending on, like, if you meet with the casting director or something like that, you can be like, hey, you got any of those union vouchers? They'll give you one. I haven't been getting any work recently yeah. because of this whole writer's strike, and they're not really filming anything at right. the moment. And we're just coming off, like, you know, from January to March, all the people are out like at other places like Taos and Hawaii and like all the people that make the decisions are right. around. So, yeah, I did a movie that came out in November. I played a Santa Claus and shit. No shit. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's it's on Hulu right now. Really? Yeah. That's badass. I'm gonna watch that when I get home. Yeah, it's I called should... uh, Santa Games. Santa Games. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I want to watch that when I get home. Yeah, so I don't want to get into some more shit and like, cause fucking Paramount is by as close as CBS is close too. That's true. And they always be out there doing the little picket signs and shit now. Yeah, uh, and and Netflix is down the street too, so they be same. picking. Yeah, uh, near my place, there's uh, another Paramount thing, and then there's also another one that people have been standing out in front of, and I'm like, I want to, I want to do it, but at the same point, I'm not on that same level because I've never been in any union here. So like I'm with them on it, right? But I I can't be, <laughs> you know what I mean? And plus, I don't want to be one of those people that are like, "Look at me, I got a sign." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to me, you know, clout and stuff. Oh, uh, speaking of, so like, <clears throat> my other job and shit is in your neighborhood, and that little really? diner you was telling me about, yeah. I went up there yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah, the NoHo Diner. Yeah, yeah, that place is amazing. Oh, oh, have you ever seen a movie do the right thing? Oh, of course, yes. All right, so I had to I had to do the right thing moment. I'm I'm in there and I'm looking at all the pictures and I'm just like, right? Yo, why ain't no brothers on the wall? Oh <laughs> shit, you're totally right. <laughs> Holy shit, I did ask why. Well, Jamie Fox not, was on the wall right by yeah, the bathroom. That's true, and there is one of Sammy Davis over by the other side of the wall. Okay, I was sitting close to the wall yeah. by the bathroom and all that. Yeah. On the other side of the restaurant. Yeah. There's Sammy Davis and I believe Sidney Poitier. But uh, basically it was all just, I was like, where'd you guys get all these awesome pictures? And they were like, well, the guy who took over the place, he used to be a dry cleaner. 
And so he had all these things from his dry cleaning business. Oh, okay. So yeah, like that's basically why they're all in there. Like not the only person that I know that's actually been in there is Doug Jones. Who the fuck is that? Uh, the coolest motherfucking actor on the planet, dude. I love this guy so much. So uh, you ever seen any, you seen Hellboy? No, I know. I know what he's talking about, but no, I've never seen, seen it. Pan's Labyrinth. Nah. Okay, basically, if you've seen like a really like skinny, scary. Oh, is that the dude who? Do, you, okay, you showed me him the other day. Yeah. You said he like hit you up or yeah, 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 yeah. dude, he's fucking awesome. I love that guy. And okay, yeah, it's only because like I went to the NoHo Diner and he had his picture in there. Yeah, that guy's awesome. Like, he was just at Monster Palooza in Pasadena two days ago. I think they're. Doing, I ain't know nothing about no monster palooza. Oh, uh, it's a huge like uh, convention where like uh, Robert England, uh, Doug Jones, uh, the guy who played Jason, or the guy who played yeah, the guy who played Jason is gonna be there. Ken Hoddard. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I'm into that stuff. Ain't nothing wrong with it. But yeah, man, it's a bird and fucking no ho and shit. I can't believe that. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I gotta, I gotta talk to them about that. Cause like where I work at is like right across the street. Yeah. Is it that, like, because there's the church, right? No, no. I I work with this older dude. Oh, okay. And shit, so his street is, like, right across the street and shit. Oh, gotcha. From over, so. Yeah, man. Me and my fiance go there, like, all the time. We get corned beef and hash, some eggs and toast, and a lot of mimosas every time. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to hit up some mimosa spot probably, like, next month. Chill, shit. They're a great way to ruin the rest of your day. Nah, should I be like relaxed, chilling? Like, yeah, but if you had plans, you're not doing anything. Nah, else. <laughs> that's why I don't make plans on them days. I'm like, no, we almost fucking do my mimosas and fucking relax. Like, nah, no plans on day. All right, so we're here. I like to shout out the people that listen. They show me love by listening, so I like to shout them out. So who we got? Let's see on here. Shout out to Grinnell out there in Iowa. In Illinois, we got Chicago. Ooh, nice. New Hampshire, we got Raymond. Hello, Raymond. Yeah. Let's see where else we at. Pennsylvania, we got Glenside. All right. Shout out to y'all. Huh? It's in Allentown. Pennsylvania. You know where Glenside is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I've never heard of it till <laughs> this shit. New York, shout out to Yonker. Shout out to everybody oh. in New York that be fucking bitches listening to Biggie Smalls. Oh, you know what? You know, in New York, they don't fucking, they don't fuck the R&B. They fuck the, like, Biggie Smalls and shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I met a motherfucker from Brooklyn, and I asked him, and he said, of course. <laughs> <laughs> in the fucking most New York way and everything. Texas, shout out to Houston. Man, I want some, like, good-ass, like, Texas barbecue. I was in Austin, like, three months ago. I had a, oh, a I had an overnight layover. I was coming back from Dominican Republic. So my cousin picked me up because he, he stayed out there. And my little homeboy, Eric, had moved out there. So we had linked up and shit. We had watched some, like, boxing at this little restaurant. Then we went to Rainy Street. Yeah, yeah, dude. Rainy it was my Street. first time over there. El yeah. Camino Casino. That's the spot. Like, on I, I didn't see that. Really, you didn't see that? Yeah. That's, we, well, we we bounced like different little bars and oh, shit yeah, or whatever. Yeah, Rainy Street. Yeah, that's that's where it's at. Like, that's a great spot. But they close at like two o'clock. 
Yeah. That shit weak as fuck, man. It's yes. like L.A. I was like, damn. So when the shit closed, my cousin wanted some something to eat. So there was a dude that had like the shawarmas and all the shit, nice. the little shit, the little meat and shit. That yeah, on the but little he light. has got a sword. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, ah, so my cousin was getting some of that little shit, and I'm over this like flaming motherfuckers. Everybody who walks past, I'm roasting them. Oh. <laughs> there, there was these older bitches, and there was there was this little lesbo bitch. That was like sitting, standing right by us, and she was crying. She was like, he is hilarious. <laughs> there was these little older cougars and shit. I was like, what's up? I said, I love cougars. And one of them bitches, she said, I'm 19. I said, yeah, in the 80s you was. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and this white, this, this little fat Arab dude was walking toward us. I said, DJ Khaled. Oh. And he started honey, laughing honey, and shit. Honey. I was, man, everybody who walked past and shit, all these motherfuckers, was, they was crying. They was cracking <laughs> up. I was on the road in and shit. It was all love. But, yeah, we just hanging out and shit, man. And and then I took my black ass back home, back to L.A. and shit. Let me see. We got North Carolina. Shout out to Fuqua Barina. For Missouri, we got Spring Valley in Kansas. Spring Valley. You know that place? No, uh, but it sounds like that place from, uh, isn't it Spring Valley from Nightmare on Elm Street? Shit, I don't know. I think it might be. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the name of the town. All I know is Fred, Nancy and shit. Shout out to Michigan. We got Kapok and Yale. And Colorado, we got Denver and Dillon. Yeah, Mile High. Hey. Oh, yeah, they playing right now. For New Jersey, we got Cherry Hill and Hopakong. What exit? What exit? I don't know. No, no, it's just the thing that I've learned that people in New Jersey say a lot. Ah. <laughs> you say you're from New Jersey and they know they're like, what exit? What exit? What exit? Shout out to Ohio, Cleveland, and Newark. Nice. Tennessee, we got Nashville, Greenville, Memphis, Portland, Knoxville, and Pulaski. Yo, Tennessee damn. is showing out. God damn. Let me, let me drop a little ball for Tennessee. Yeah, and if you in Nashville, you know what I'm saying, if if you need a pharmacist, do not go to Pruitt Discount Pharmacy. There's two of them. This motherfucker's wow. flagrant. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm just saying, bro, I wouldn't trust his meds, and I wouldn't take them meds from that pharmacy if I was you. Go somewhere else. I know y'all be wanting to support, uh, support black businesses, but don't support that fucking black bitch. You know what I'm saying? And you tell that pussy motherfucker that he owe me five minutes. He can give it to me or I can come take it. But we going to knuckle up, bitch. Matter of fact, you buried on this motherfucker. You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Motherfucker. Lie, lie on me to the police again, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a reason to call the police, bitch. You going to sit there and lie on me, motherfucker. I'm going to get your motherfucking ass. We're going to fight, bitch. Shout out to California, Los Angeles, Gardena, Moreno Valley, Westminster, Bakersfield, Sherman Oaks, Van Nuys, and Reseda. Shit, California showing yeah. out too, goddammit. That's what's up. I be on like dating apps and shit, and I be seeing bad bitches, and they live in Bakersfield, but Bakersfield sucks, and I ain't finna drive out there like, fuck that shit, motherfucker. If you, if you gonna fuck with me, bitch, you gotta come to Hollywood. Get it I ain't coming to no fucking Bakersfield. I've never been to Moreno Valley or Westminster. Have you? I have not. Yeah, I ain't never been to all the rest of them places. I done been to Gardena, 
Reseda, Van Nuys, Sherman Oaks. I lived in Van Nuys and Sherman Oaks. I I live I work in Sherman Oaks. Okay. Yeah, at a really awesome bagel place. What's the name of it? Uh, New York Coffee and Bagel. Where's it at? Sherman, Sherman Oaks. No, no, where in Sherman uh, Oaks? Right on Ventura Boulevard, right across the street from Daddy's Pipes. All right, so I don't I don't know. It's next to uh, Dojo Sushi. Well, shit, I ain't been over in so long, but I used to work at the AT and T years ago. Gotcha. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, that's right next to the Panda Express on the corner. Uh, it's a little further down from that. Okay, that's why I used to yeah. work at the, right next to. But they closed the AT and T down like during COVID or some shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Sherman Oaks is cool. I used to live in this in this porn house in Sherman Oaks. A porn house? Yeah, man. Was it made of porn? So <laughs> porn stars lived there. You, oh, do, do you remember the the uh, Asian porn star Tara Patrick? No, from back in the day, it was her and her husband. He eventually got into porn, but he was like acting and he was a, he's a musician. Okay. So when they divorced, she moved out. He kept the house. So then he got married to another little bitch and then they ended up moving to Orange County. So me and my roommates at the time moved in, but my roommates at the time did porn. Huh? So we moved. That's convenient. <laughs> and, and we only moved a few blocks over because we lived right off of, uh, Right off of fucking Ventura and shit. All right, do you know what Crave Cafe is? Yeah. We live like a- Yeah, I know exactly where that's at. All right, so you know that it's like a Shell gas station across the street from there? Yep. I live behind that little Shell and shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, so we live there, and then we end up moving and shit uh, uh, right off of Ventura where the fucking Gelson's is on the corner mm-hmm. and, and the fucking, is it Wells Fargo or Bank of America right there? Yeah, I think it's Wells Fargo. Yeah, okay, yeah, we lived in the, uh, the street was behind there and shit. Yeah. So there was just a few blocks over, but he ended up moving to OC, so he moved in and shit. So they was already shooting porn there. They did a live stream on Mondays and Wednesdays. Part of the, when you do porn, it's always a live stream. Yeah, <laughs> but like actually porn companies would come in and they would like shoot, you know what I'm saying? And, oh. and do shit that they like edit like you would see on Pornhub and shit yeah yikes so one of the agreements was we had to allow them to keep doing the live stream on Mondays and Wednesdays <laughs> so I was in college oh my God. I, I was in college at the time so majority of the time I missed it but there were some days I was able to see it and shit wow okay cause usually by the time I got home it was just a crew. They like packing up. It was like, hey, what's up, GQ and shit? I'm like, hey, what's happening? <laughs> they're eating their sandwiches. They're finishing up their like little snacks. They're rolling up cords. What, what, have ropes yeah, on. With them, they didn't have uh, snacks. But like, what? We, yeah, but for the live stream, no, because like, no, nah, they was they I'm was sorry. There. If I'm doing porn, I want snacks. They did have okay. it when, when the porn company would like rent because we rented out our house to porn companies. Yeah. So they would come and shit, and they would have snacks, and I'd be stealing them shits. Yeah. I'd be taking them shits, like the cookies, the chips, the pops. I'd take a shit up to my room, come back, steal some more shit. Yeah. Fuck yeah. But there was days I would come home and see, like, fucking production trucks. I'm like, oh, there's a shoot. But actually, the day that we moved into that motherfucking house, there was a porn shoot. <laughs> oh you know what I'm saying? I was like, bro, I'm not unpacking shit. I'm finna <laughs> fucking just watch this. And you know something that's fucking crazy? Spectrum had came. Back, back, it wasn't even Spectrum at the time. It was Tom Warner. He fucking came to hook up the fucking internet and the cable and shit. And while he's there, 
there was a porn set going on. That was the best day of his life. Yeah, but, but no. <laughs> so we was in my room because he was like fucking hooking up wires and shit. And he was like, yeah, you know, I'm used to this. I do a lot of shit in the valley. So I, I see like fucking porn and Man, like videos. I live in the shit. valley. I don't like that. The, you, know, the, you know, the valley is the porn capital of the world. No, I didn't. You, did, you didn't? Hell yeah. I just moved here from like. Like a year ago. The Valley, yeah. So that's where they shoot a majority of the porn and shit. Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, in LA-wise, yeah, that's the... Uh, uh, the for some reason, I thought... I, I don't know. I just didn't know that. Yeah, so he's fucking kind of distracted and shit. I'm like, bro, quit looking at titties. Oh, hook the <laughs> shit up, bro. So he did something that was fucked up. He was fucking hooking up the little shit, but I had to leave because I had to go to fucking... I had school and shit. I was in college. So when I get home... I turn my TV on. Why did this motherfucker leave my TV on the Playboy channel? Oh. <laughs> I fucking turned my TV on in his, in his titties and fucking. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, this motherfucker. There's, there's only one. There's <laughs> he he only, did that shit on purpose. Well, there's, I don't know. I don't know what you're thinking, but I think that, uh, I don't know. He might have cranked it before he left. I never thought about that. He might have cranked it. I never fucking thought about that. It's too late because all he had to do is turn the sound off because all the sound was coming from yeah. the other room. I never thought about He's that probably shit. Probably cranking it and then he was like, he left. Well, if he did, it's too fucking late now because this yeah, was like 2011. Exactly. <laughs> but hey, I guess he was an opportunist, like an opportunist. Yeah, so he took care of it. I said, man, this motherfucker left the Playboy channel on my fucking TV uh, and shit. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. that's where just where my head went first. <laughs> That shit was funny as fuck, though. But Holy shit. <laughs> but, yeah, man, Sherman Oaks had some dope-ass houses and all that. Like, yeah, I liked it. And then we got moved out. And then I moved to North Hollywood. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is 2011. So over the years, I, it's been years since I did it. It was, like, 2014 or something like that. I rode past, and there was, like, a swing set and shit in the front. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, if this family only knew what the fuck was right. going on before they moved in and shit. Exactly. Yeah, but I, man, I love the house, bro. It was like as soon as you walk in, the big staircase and shit. It was, it was some fly player shit. And I was just like, man, I want some shit like this of my own. Because, of course, I didn't have the master bedroom. You know what I'm saying? Mm. He did, him and his girl. So, but all the rooms had their own bathrooms and shit. Like, yeah. Man, bro, that shit. Oh, yeah. I, I love that shit. So I'm like, I need something like that on my own. The backyard wasn't huge. Yeah. But there was a there was an in ground pool, like deep. Like, I think, like, Eight, nine feet or something nice. like that. They had the little grill and shit that was like dope. And it like was like, like a real grill that doesn't move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that was like have wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the little gas grill and shit. That was fucking dope. And then there was uh, these big ass Buddha heads that spit out water into the pool. Oh, cool. Hey, that, that house is fly as fuck, bro. That sounds really cool. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? I used to like bring bitches over and shit. I used to lure bitches and shit. You know what I'm saying? With the house. I'm going to say, it doesn't sound like you have to lure anybody. I want to go there. Yeah, man. But yeah, shout out to Sherman Oaks. I'm kind of over the valley. I lived in the valley for so long. I'm like, I don't want to move back to that uh, motherfucker. I'm, I'm pretty much over the valley right now. Yeah. It's been a bad situation I'm having right now. Well, I, we'll get into uh, that. I, I got a couple more shout outs that we can get into that. Yeah. For Virginia, shout out to Alexandria and Ashburn. Ken nice. Kentucky, shout out to Franklin, Louisville, Bowling Green, and Barstown. Yeah. Uh, as far as the countries, shout out to India. Shout out to <clears throat> Karnakata, West Bengal. Wow. 
I can't pronounce this one. M-A-H-A-R-A-S-H-T-R-A. Shout out to Uttara Pradesh. However you say that. Shout out to y'all in India. I still need to make it out there. Uh, who else we got? Shout out to the Philippines. Right. Metro Manila. Shout out to Guam. Yeah. And Temunung. T-A-M-U-N-I-N-G. Shout out to the United Kingdom. Everybody out there in England. Yeah. Shout out to Australia, Queensland. I'm coming back out there when it's y'all summertime. That place is great. Oh, what part you go to? I went to Sydney, and then I also spent some time in uh, New Zealand. Okay, I haven't made it to New Zealand yet, but I've been to Sydney I, twice. I, yeah, I love that spot. It's yeah. So shout out to Thailand. Shout out to Nan and Chunburi. Shout out to Japan. They don't tell me yeah. where in Japan y'all was listening at. Shout out to Canada, everybody out there in Ontario. All right. And let's see. And that is it, man. Shout out to all of you. Oh, yep, that's it. Shout out to all of y'all, man, that be listening. Keep listening. Tell your peoples. You know what I'm saying? And let's grow this shit. And be like one of the biggest motherfucking podcasts yeah. on the world. That is the go. So, yeah, tell us, man, about your bad experience in the Valley. Oh, man. Uh, so I originally found a spot on Craigslist for three twenty-five dollars uh, to sleep on a couch. And I did that for a while, and then I got a little spot to where I could sleep at with a little bit more room. And uh, recently I've realized that the whole place has been infested with cockroaches. And when did you find out about the roaches? Uh, literally within the first week I was there. Oh, damn. Yeah. So they was hiding for a little bit. Uh, they were crawling on me while I was sleeping. Woo. Yeah, and I made it very clear to the person I was renting from, you need to fix this. He never fixed it. And uh, recently I found one in my ear. Mm. Yeah. So, so you woke up out of your sleep with a cockroach in your ear? Well, basically I was asleep. I woke up and I was like, oh, I got a headache. This doesn't feel right. And I went to go to the bathroom, and I knocked my head. Like, it felt like I had water in my ear, basically. And I knocked my head, and it fell out into my hand. Damn. Still moving around. So at this point, I'm feeling like, that's not a good place to be at, right? Like, you shouldn't be at that spot. Yeah. So uh, I made it very clear to that guy that he gets the place fumigated and taken care of. And until then, uh, he's not getting shit from me. Like, not, not a single fucking dollar. Uh, I'm not even fucking around with him on that. Uh, I'm extremely pissed. And then I remember you said he had, like, some, like, fucked up rules. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't bring anyone over, which, now that I think about it, considering the fact that it's that gross, makes sense. Uh, also, uh, I can only use the kitchen at certain times as well. Why certain times? Because he's using it. And also, the kitchen is completely and totally full of mold. So at this point, uh. I've taken everything. Like, there's cockroaches in the microwave when you press the buttons. Oh, you shit. You can see them walking around on the numbers. Damn. Yeah, dude. It's, it's fucking gross. So he says he's going to get it fumigated on the 13th, which I think just basically. On the 13th. Means, that's what he said. But basically what he means is some guy's going to go in and just spray some shit around the corners and leave. It's not going to do anything. So is the house dirty? Does it keep it clean? He doesn't do anything. Uh, basically, the only thing I hear is him just spraying bleach on things and wiping, wiping things down, and that's it. That's the only what thing. What the fuck? Does. That's it. It's not cool. 
How long have you lived there? Uh, for six months. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. Man, you better than me. I couldn't. Well, I keep to my area. I, I keep my stuff clean. I don't do anything that's obscene. I don't, like, mess up anything for him. And he always gets his money, but he's always, like, trying to, like, get more and more money from me the whole time. So I'm like, you know what, dude? You're cut off. No more money. Like, uh, I paid him for rent this month or yeah. last month, and then he got uh, like came to me on the 29th of last month and said, hey, do, when are you going to get paid again? I need more money. I was like, I paid you rent plus $150. Does he work? He's an old man. Oh, So okay. he's using that to his advantage. What the fuck? Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. So why don't he clean up the mold and shit? Because he likes to say he's an old man, and he just doesn't want to do it. I guess. Yeah. But, well, guess what's the best incentive? What's that? Money. Yeah, yeah. So he'll get that shit done, or he's not getting any money from me. Damn, man. Hopefully. I don't want to be that, like, crass, but I'm a nice guy, but don't take my kindness for weakness, you know? Right. Damn, man. So what was your thought when you was like, what the fuck? When I pulled a the roach out of the roach out of my ear? Yeah. I, I felt like a brand new mommy for a second. <laughs> But then at the second point, I was like, this is terrible. And I became the angriest person I think I've ever been in my whole life. Fuck and I, I don't like being angry. That's not my deal. Like, I don't like that at all. I'm the most unconfrontational person on the planet when it comes to that stuff. But whenever that happened, I was like, I just pulled a roach out of my ear and you took an extra $145 from me and you asked me for more money. That's when the camel's back snapped into a thousand pieces for me. I was like, nah, this is done. So you gotta fix this stuff. Is it roaches walking around constantly or they just come out here and there? Well, basically, uh <laughs> this literally happened today. I'm like laying on my bed and I'm watching something on my phone, uh, little video. And you know, like <laughs> it's become this normal. You, when a cat like will come up and you'll be like, oh, A cat's coming up to me. I saw a roach and for like out of my eye and I was like, Oh wait, gross. Oh shit. <laughs> Like and I, I killed it. Like it's like all the time, whether lights are on or off. Like, fuck that. That's why oh, I'm like, man. I'm not giving that guy any money anymore at this point. <sighs> He's breached contract. I gotta have a living domicile. Right? Yeah, you can't have that. Damn, man. Hopefully you get out of that situation soon. Oh yeah, I'll be fine, man. Yeah, be fine. man. God damn. Tomorrow's gonna be a brighter day. That's the whole point. But yeah, but like finding roaches in your ear. Yeah, I know. Now I sleep with toilet paper in my ear. So. Oh man! And then like, what if you were sleeping with your mouth open and you, but you don't even know your mouth is open? Like, I don't know, man. I don't know how to feel about that one. That shit crawling your fucking mouth. They say that about spiders, though. Spiders could crawl in your mouth. Yeah, they say that all the time. Like you eat like a whole bunch of spiders your whole life. So I never knew that. Yeah, they like people say that. Like that, there's a certain amount of spiders that you eat in your whole life because you sleep with your mouth open. So, what, how many other things do you eat while you're asleep and you don't know? Yeah. Oh man, it's just it's just wild, bro. Right. Hopefully, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, get welcome, out of there and be like, man, welcome fuck to LA. I mean, don't say that because I've been in a few. I've been here for like 13 years, and well, I mean, my this whole life we never had no roaches. This is shit. my first year. You got to start from the bottom, I guess. Yeah, man, but still, like, shit. It may suck, but I can't, like, get down about it. One thing, I, so I read when I was looking for apartments, and 
I was looking at Hollywood area and people was like, yeah, there's a little cockroach problem, but but that's Hollywood. But I ain't never seen not one. Other places that I've been to and like other like friends places and stuff, there isn't one. And the crazy thing that the uh, guy kept on saying was they're from next door. Yeah. I'm like, no, they're not. They're not from next door. Like, you don't clean up after yourself. Like, this yeah. is not a good situation. That's just wild, man. Yeah, I was. Yeah, and plus, on top of that, there's plumbing issues as well. Uh, they decided to come in and, like, uh, paint our whole, like, bathtub and shower area with latex paint. I don't know if you know what happens. What's latex paint? You know, they use that for, like, uh, walls and, like, uh, houses that, like, have already got, like, a regular coat on top of it. Okay. And uh, whenever they put, like, the latex paint on just the outside of this, like, plastic tub, when it gets hot, it bubbles up, and then it grows mold underneath it. Damn. Yeah, I'm like, this has got to be some cheap too. shit. Yeah, it was like, I was like, no, I know. And y'all breathing that shit in. I don't, I don't try my best not to use it. I try to use the gym as often as possible, so. We're in, on the bathroom, you're talking about? To take a shower. Yeah. Shit's crazy. God damn. All right. So when did you get into comedy? Uh, I want to say it was about five years ago. All right, what got you into it? Uh, well, my father, for the most part, he uh, he was a very large, tall man, six foot seven, and he liked to do uh, social experiments, is what he called them. Okay, what AKA, are those? AKA fucking with people. All right. Uh, since he was so tall, people saw him as intimidating, so he would act very unintimidating. Because, you know, he wasn't an intimidating guy. You know, he, he followed the rule from Roadhouse. What's that rule? I seen that movie years ago. Be nice until it's time to not be nice. Okay. Yeah, like, he would show up at Walmart in Arkansas dressed up as a giant leprechaun on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Damn. With a shillelagh and a flask full of whiskey in his hand. Ain't nothing wrong with that. One of my favorite things he ever did to me was I was... 15 and I asked him I was like hey I'm, I'm seeing this girl at school can she come over and stay the weekend damn and he was like yeah that's fine and I was like cool and so she comes over and we're hanging out and my dad's got uh, his sunglasses on and he's playing his electric guitar watching George Carlin and me and her go into the next room and we start watching movies and stuff and it's about like 45 minutes later the door gets kicked open <laughs> And there's my dad. And he goes, no! <laughs> Closes the door and leaves. I put on my shirt and I walk out and I'm like, what the hell was that? My dad's still playing the guitar. He's like, oh, I've been reading this uh, book about raising teenagers. And it says you got to tell them no every once in a while. So I thought I'd get it out of the way. Damn. You know, that's one thing I envied about white kids growing up. Like, they fucking parents, like, their boyfriend and girlfriend, like, spend the weekend, fucking yeah, go on like, vacation and shit. I was like, what the fuck? Ain't no black motherfuckers letting that shit fly. I bet, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was actually, I've got more stories, but I won't go into them now, but it's way more like, what? Like, Did she stay in your room? Yeah. Door oh. was closed. He kicked it open. Oh, but no, no, I'm saying, like, y'all slept in y'all bed and shit. For the weekend, yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, I didn't know if you... When I ran out of condoms, I asked my dad. Damn, that's what's up. Yeah. How old was you? Like 15, 16. What the fuck? Yeah. Damn, lucky motherfucker. Hey, man. (laughs) 
happen. <laughs> There's nothing else to do in the South. Cause I couldn't even dream of doing that shit, dog. Sorry. Damn. Yeah, man. My white friends. I was like, I get away with that shit. I didn't get away with it. It was totally you did get away with it. They no. let they they let it happen. You got you got away with so that there's shit. There's nothing to get away with. It's all the consensus. You got away with having your bitch stay the weekend with and you. So, and so did her teenager. mom. Both of y'all got away with that her, shit. Like you didn't get away with anything. Y'all got away with staying. I, I'm not saying got away with it as in the sneaking <laughs> ways and shit, but man, bro, yeah, I was I was like jealous, y'all motherfuckers, man. When I was like, fuck, man, why can't you do all the cool shit? Well, I mean, I was also, like, suspended from school at that time, too. For what? Uh, I protested against my principal. What the, why y'all protested against him? Okay, so uh, same person. Uh, one day she came to school for picture day, and she was wearing this very, like, nice, like, floral gown. Uh-huh. Like, a, like a Chinese, like, Japanese, like, that kind of, like, you know, thing with the long slit in the side. Okay. And I'm wearing my goth stuff because I'm a goth kid. And I'm you, cool. uh, you was a goth back in the oh, day? Oh, yeah, dude, big time. <laughs> Big time goth kid. Oh shit! Black nails, black polish. I had hair. No was, shit. Yeah, dude, it was. Did you wear them big ass bag, baggy pants? Yes, yeah, so I, yeah, I wore trip pants, not Jinkos. But yeah, I wore so, trip pants. Trip was that? That was the name of the brand. Yeah, trip pants. Okay, see, yeah. I never knew. They had like the weird like strings just hanging off them. And them no zippers reason. and shit. Yeah, just everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah I wore those. Did you wear them tight ass black shirts? Of and shit? course. Ah! Yeah, of course I did. So uh, I'm wearing all that stuff. Uh-huh. She's wearing that, and we get our pictures taken. And she's like, I don't <laughs> want to wear this stuff anymore, but my mom wants me to wear it. And I was like, okay, cool. How about we change clothes? And she laughs. And I'm like, no, I'll go to the boys' bathroom. I'll have my friend come in there with me. You go into the girls' bathroom. You had your friend come in there with you. You get into a stall. I'll get into a stall. We'll take off our clothes. Those people will change those clothes out, give the other clothes to each other, and I'll wear your, your dress. Uh-huh. And she was like, are you serious? I was like, yeah. Uh-huh. So we did that. Okay. We walk out to the lunch area. She's wearing my clothes. I'm wearing her dress. Uh, a lot of people are clapping. People <laughs> are like, what? <laughs> and then I feel a slap like this on the back of my neck. Oh, shit. And that's the principal of oh. my high school. I'm not going to name That's it. abuse. Right? He grabs me and her, and we go into the... Uh, principal's office, and he's like, I don't care what you fucking freaks wear as long as you wear it from home. Oh. And I, we were both like, wait, what? And he was like, so you're both naked in the stall together? I'm like, no. We explained exactly how we did it. We did all that and everything, and he was like, well, you're going to have to go and take, and we did it again, and we had to change and everything like that. I ended up having to go home, and then uh, we had a thing there called a bullying report that you could do, because it okay. was like the beginning of the anti-bullying campaign. And I th- when I found that what out. What year was this? Uh, 2005, 2006. Okay. Yeah. Or no, 2004. Uh, That's the year I graduated. No, I, oh, I graduated in 2007. Okay. Yeah. But uh, so I found the bullying report and I go on there and I'm like, I got somebody to report bullying me. And the principal's like, yeah, who is that? I was like, you. Uh. Oh, he was like, well, I was like, sign the report. Uh-huh. And I, I wrote his name and everything. He was very sarcastic about it. So uh, other teachers found out about it, and they started talking to me. And they were like, well, this Dave's kind of smart. <laughs> like, and uh, a couple of months go by, nothing happens, and my birthday rolls around. And on my birthday, this is when the protest begins. I, How many of y'all protesting? Just me. Oh, okay. Just me. And uh, I'm on my way to school, and I find out, like, I, I just think about it. I'm like, this, nothing has happened. I got to make something happen. 
So I get up on top of the roof of the school where I was wearing the dress where he slapped me in the back uh-huh. and everything. And I just sat on the roof. Indian, like, style, like crisscross applesauce just sitting there. Yeah. And uh, all those kids were like, what is he doing? I didn't say anything. Didn't say what I was doing. I just sat there. First bell ring, nobody left. Second bell rings, nobody left. All these kids are just looking at me like, what is this kid going to do? And so the uh, assistant principal walks out, and he's like, what's going on here? And I was like, I want the principal to come out here and apologize to me and everyone else. And he's like, well, he's got parents in the office right now. I was like, that's cool. We can wait. <laughs> he just turns around and walks back in, mm. comes back out, and the principal comes out, and he's like, what, what is this all about? I was like, well, first off, I want you to say you're sorry. And he was like, well, I'm sorry. I was like, no, you don't get to just say you're sorry. First, you're going to know why you're sorry. The reason I want you to be sorry and why you need to be sorry is because all these kids that are sitting out here right now, they all feel disenfranchised by you because you're supposed to be a leader and a facilitator of knowledge for these kids. We're all lost right now. But the, long, the biggest thing that you've been doing is making us feel marginalized. So I want you to say sorry to every single kid out here right now and me now. He's like, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I get off the like the roof. I jump onto the Gatorade machine. All the kids are all the kids are like slapping me on the back. I go to my first class and I sit down. And the first thing I hear is right there on the back of my neck again. What the fuck? He pulls me into the office and he starts screaming at me. What's your parents say about that? My dad was pissed, and more things happened after that. But I, he pulls me into the office and he's like, "You got no respect for anybody." I was like. I've got respect for people who have respect for me and you don't have respect for me. So I'm not going to give it to you. And he was like, well, it doesn't matter. I'm your elder, blah, 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 all this stuff. He's like, well, I'm not going to put you back in gen pop. That's what he said. (laughs) Gen pop. That's what he said. (laughs) And I was like, okay. He's like, I'm going to get a bus to come here and pick you up and take you home. He got a bus driver to drive a full school bus to pick me up and drive me all the way to the outskirts of the County to go home that day. And I was off school for five days on my birthday. Why, why'd you get sent home? Because you protested? Yep. They also made a rule in the rule book at the school that if you get on top of any building in that like administration, you are immediately expelled. Damn. I the mean, Dave rule. Yes, exactly. So what did your parents say about this? Oh, uh, my dad was utterly pissed at first because my, we took care of my great-grandmother. She was like 98 at the time, and she had to go to the hospital that day. So he was getting calls and stuff, and he was mad. But after he was, like, we were driving around in his truck, he was like, here's some whiskey. You did a good <laughs> job. He's like, I'm not mad. You should have waited. Like, it just wasn't a good time. He's like, but I'm proud of you. I was like, thanks, Dad. That's what's up. Yeah, he was like, uh, he's like, so when your grandmother gets back home from the hospital, she's going to be fine. He was like, I'm going to make it look like you're in trouble because you're going to be home for, like, five days. So I'm going to give you a machete, and I want you to just go out and, like, cut some stuff. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah, I was like, when? He was like, when she's, like, eating dinner or lunch so she can look out the window and be like. Who, your mom? My great-grandmother. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she could be like, that boy, he was in trouble. Look at him out uh, there working. And I'm, like, listening to the Ramones, just smashing yeah, yeah. through, like, stuff with a machete. I'm like, yay. That's dope. <laughs> yeah. Damn. That's man. Arkansas for you. The land of donkey basketball. Did you wear, like, them little silver bead necklaces? Oh, 
Oh, of course. <laughs> the home your digs. Yeah, yeah. I want to see like, some pictures of you from your golf days. Oh, uh, dude, here's the best thing. There's none of them. What like, the fuck, yeah. bro? Nah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I could like maybe do like a, a recreation at some point, but what age did you start that phase? Oh shit. Uh 13, 14? Till when? About 20, and then I became a hippie. So what got you into the golf lifestyle? Uh, basically, I was living in the middle of nowhere in a giant hole in Arkansas, and we the only things we had really were like uh, technological outlets, like the, the internet or cable, stuff like that. And then one day, while my parents were gone, the cable guy showed up and actually installed the cable. Uh-huh. And that was like the first time I actually got to watch MTV without like somebody like telling me what I'm watching, and they were gone like getting groceries or whatever. So for the next four hours, I was watching the new music from 2000, shit, two, three, four. Okay. Like that kind of stuff. And I saw a lot of a Canadian station that had like a lot of more goth and like heavy metal. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I'd already enjoyed, you know, Black Sabbath and stuff like that. But uh, also, uh, you know, life tragedy also plays into that, I would say. Like more embracing being like, oh, so dark all the time. Yeah. But, you know. There's always, like, at schools and, like, different towns, like, a clique of, like, six to eight, like, goth kids and shit. Yeah, we had three. They not, they, three, yes, they we not deep three. at all. We had three. There's a few, but them motherfuckers, they stick together and shit because they saw all they got. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of like prison in high school, isn't it? <laughs> the clique. <laughs> Damn. So, do people, like, treat y'all differently and shit or, like, talk shit? Oh, yeah, that was definitely a big thing. But, like, there were certain people, like, I was friends with certain people from certain groups, too. Like, uh, there was one kid that, there was a new kid, and he was hanging out with, and he was like, that guy Dave looks like a blah, blah, blah. And he was like, no, no, leave Dave alone. Dave's cool. <laughs> he was like, yeah. really? He, he's like, no, no, no. He may be wearing fishnet pantyhose right now, but he's totally Bro, you fine. was wearing fishnet pantyhose? Yeah, I, don't, I don't care, man. <laughs> You're talking to a guy who does nude stand-up. We gonna talk about that, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, so what'd your parents say when you started, like, dressing like that and wearing, like, uh, my, uh, nail polish and shit? My mom was not a fan. Uh, at all uh and then i moved in with my dad and uh, the first parent teacher conference because he had gotten so many calls uh, <laughs> i pierced both his nipples for him oh shit and i pierced his ears six on one side uh four on the other and his eyebrow Damn. and we put a bail a bell on one of his nipples and he wore a fishnet shirt where i cut the nipples out oh shit and he, he wore that to the parent teacher conferences so they were like, think, the teachers were thinking, oh, now we'll talk to his dad and set him straight. And then uh, he comes in with this and a mohawk. <laughs> damn. Yeah, he, he stood by me. He was, he was cool. He was like, no, nah, don't. He's like, he's a smart kid. Just he wants to be creative. What's wrong with that? It's not hurting anybody. That's what's up, man. He had your back and he supported you. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. I'm, I was extremely lucky. And then you moved over. So how did you, like, transition over to the hippie side? Well, he was more of a hippie anyway. It was, like, more of that, like, kind of thing. I have a Grateful Dead tattoo on my back because of him. Okay. That was his favorite band. And whenever he uh, passed, I got that tattooed on there. So that way, the dead will always have my back, you know? I feel like. Yeah. Hell yeah. Man, you know, I want to fuck a big titty golf bitch. Uh, it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine. Yeah, man. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And shit, one of them bitches that were like all black and shit, and it's all like pale as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, the little vampire looking bitches and shit. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, that's what I want. (laughs) I don't know if if you fit the criteria if you listen to this fucking show, but if you do, 
my social media uh, uh, handles and shit <laughs> will be in the description. Hit me up, Big Titty Golfs, goddammit. <laughs> I'm fucked up. Uh, this is a great show. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for letting me on. I really appreciate it. It's it's quite fresh. <laughs> yeah, man. We try to be. We try to be. All right. So you got into comedy at five. When did you first Not start? At five, but for like five years. Oh, oh yeah, 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 my bad. And then you started in Arkansas? Yeah, that's correct. What's the comedy scene like out there? Uh, it's divisive. Uh, it depends on where you're at. Uh, it seems like, in my opinion, it. I have a lot of integrity when it comes to my sets and stuff like that, so I don't really okay. like to change them or kind of like make them different depending on where I'm at, that kind of thing. I get it if you got to like change a name for a place or change a name for a restaurant just to you know get the more of like the local feel. But to change your uh, ideals and opinions, depending on where you're playing your show, that's not something I really agree with. And that happens a lot, where you can be left at some spots and right at others. You can be a libertarian at this place. Right. You can be an anti-Semitic person at this one. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. it, it seems like that was a very much like just shuffling playing card. And for me, myself personally, that's not what I want to do. I want to be the same person I am every single place that I play because that's called consistency. People know what they're going to get. Like, I heard a lot of racist shit. I heard a lot of, like, anti-Semitic shit, and I'm Jewish, and I, I had to call that stuff out at some point. But uh, just not not my, my – I did well there. I did okay, but it was just not my scene. Damn. Yeah. So I had, I had to come out here. So, the the comedy clubs, is there, like, a good crowd of people who come out? Yeah, the, like, the crowd's great. It's just, uh, there's a different culture when it comes to what they think of as comedy and stuff like that, because it's such a uh, smaller area and, a, like, a smaller populace. They only get, like, their understanding from YouTube, Netflix, and stuff like that. They don't get chances to go out to, like, real open mics, like, with a lot of people. Because the more people you have, the more flow of ideas. Because of the more flow of ideas means more possibilities. Right. A smaller pool, you're going to be scraping at the bottom pretty quick, you know. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I had fun there, but it wasn't my best time. I was also working at a comedy club at the time. All right. Like, <laughs> so, we had talked about a comedian <clears throat> that you had a encounter with. Oh, yeah. You want to talk about that? Uh, I'm not going to name any names. I will. Can we? Okay. <laughs> you can do it. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, I'm Rob Schneider. Deuce Bigelow, Bell Jigelow. Oh, man. Wow. It's been mixed reviews. So a lot of pe- I've heard a lot of people say that he was an asshole, but when I saw him, he was cool as shit. He was nice. He was nice when I seen him. <laughs> well, that's, that's the Hollywood thing, right? Yeah. Well, he was nice to me. <laughs> yeah. But I mean... If you treat people bad, then I'm like, I can't respect that because I'm like, no, shit, just, you motherfucker around and do it, it to me. It wasn't that he was treating me bad. It's just that I made a good joke and he was mad about it. That was it. What was the joke? Oh, man. Uh, so he, <laughs> he needed uh, a COVID test. And uh, he was like, yeah, I need a COVID test. And the manager was like, yeah, we can take care of that. And uh, he was like, yeah, and uh, I also need some vitamin C. The manager and the other comedians are looking around, and I know exactly what he's asking for. It's cocaine. 
<laughs> and I look at the manager and I was like, oh, yeah, he needs some vitamin C because he broke his nose. And I get looked at like I was the biggest asshole ever. <laughs> I was like, that's a damn good joke. I never even thought about him doing drugs and shit. I, I don't like to think about him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rob Schneider and uh, shit, man. Dude, he was there for two weeks. I was working in the kitchen. We called uh, it the Schneider cut because at the end we were going to cut ourselves. It was so bad working in that kitchen. What was he ordering? It wasn't that he was ordering anything. It was just that it was a packed house every show for <clears throat> two weeks. Hey. I mean, shit. Uh, Try working a, in a, a kitchen like that. A celebrity coming to that town. What was you doing in the kitchen? Uh, being basically a kitchen manager. Oh, okay. Yeah. Plus running out, changing into a shirt, and going on stage, opening and closing shows at the same time. Hell yeah. Did you get paid extra for that? No. I got to, had to clock out. But you were still technically working for the he, club. Yeah, he told me I had to clock out. What a bitch. Yeah, he told me I had to clock out. I'm like, bro, I'm doing some shit for you. Yeah, I know. That shit weak as fuck. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Damn. I don't work there anymore. It's all good. I'm doing way better stuff out here. You're going to make it. We all go, Well, I ain't going to say we all going to make it. We're going to do something. So, I was trying to figure out the voice. So, the voice that you did for your set, it was Shaggy? Yeah, it was Shaggy from... Because, I, fuck, I forgot who I thought it was. I thought it was somebody else. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I can't think of who I fucking popped in my head about that shit. Oh, okay. Because, I mean, Casey Kasem did the original voice. Yeah, I knew that. Rest in peace. Yeah. Hi, it's me, Casey Kasem. Hey, I used to fuck with him on the, his little countdown and, and shit. And now we have a letter. It's about uh, oh, dog yeah, the, named Snuggles. Yeah, <laughs> or if a motherfucker would send some shit, this is dedicated to Sandra. This is dedicated to Sandra. Yeah, man. Her, and her daughter has been having a hard time. <laughs> Yeah, because there was some shit going on where, like, his wife at the time was yeah, fucking with the moving, money. No, not just that. They were moving his body around. Yeah. After he died? Yeah. yeah I knew. I knew. I didn't know that, but I knew it was something about trying to block the kids from getting some of his shit That's money. why they were moving his body. He wasn't, like, buried for a long time. Oh. They were, like, moving his body around. Like, Abraham up. Lincoln or some shit. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So, I used to fuck this one bitch. And she is related to John Wilkes Booth. Cool. Yeah, because he he shot he shot Abe Lincoln and shit. Yeah. Then broke his leg. He broke his leg when he got shot. No, he bro- he jumped out of the window of the playhouse, broke his leg, and then went to a bar. And then everyone who was in that bar also got hung. Hold on, who did? John, John Wilkes Booth? Booth. Yeah. So after he shot Lincoln, he jumped, jumped out, out the, the window, window and went to a his bar. Leg. Oh, he broke his leg and jumped out the window, okay? Went to a bar, and he was like, help me, I broke my leg. And the people were like, oh, you broke your leg, I'll help you. And then the police found out that that's where he went, and all those people got hung, too, because they were an accessory to uh, the presidential assassin. Oh, yeah. shit. I never knew that. That's the real thing. But, yeah, she told me that shit, and I was like, hey, yeah, this bitch ain't no good. <laughs> and, but then she told me, like, there was, like, a lot of motherfuckers in her, in, like, her family who have, like, the name, like, Middle name like Booth or, or whatever Wilkes. the fuck. Yeah. No, no, like Booth. Oh, Booth as their yeah, middle name. Yeah, like oh, a lot of a lot of motherfuckers that have picked got that name Booth and shit. Well, there's a lot of stuff like that in the South where you know people's middle name are Lee. Oh hell yeah, yeah black and whites and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
One of my favorite restaurants is called Lee's. Famous recipe oh, really? chicken. Yeah. Okay. I get the chicken livers in that motherfucker. Ugh, gross. Man, Sorry. that shit good as fuck. I, I, I don't eat chicken livers, man. God, that shit good as fuck. I, if I want to eat sandpaper, I'll eat sandpaper. No, no, no. This is fried. This is good. Oh, no. And then when I be in Thailand, they got the little grill liver and shit, the street food. Man. That'll, that'll mess with, but chicken livers... Like deep fried, can't do. Oh no! Maybe it's a texture thing. No, no. You, you think you think about gizzards? That's all. Like no, no. Are you talking about lizard? Oh, liver. Okay. Yeah. Nah, ain't no sandpaper. That shit good. Got a uh, good okay. ass crispy Maybe flavor. Maybe it's just the stuff that I got from in, in Arkansas that was just bad. Maybe so. Yeah. Because after that, I was turned off. I was like, no more of this. No, thank you. I remember when I was on stage and I said the line talking about. I looked at them dudes' Facebook page. And the last time they touched some pussy is when they was born. Yeah. And I looked over at you and you was like, <gasps> like your that's fucking a, mouth. That's a, that's a great joke. <laughs> that's a that's a, that's a good one, man. I mean, myself personally, whenever I was born, I didn't touch any. So <laughs> I was three and a half months premature. I came out of C-section. Ah, yeah. okay, okay. Man, like, it wasn't popping like that for me, yo, bird, man. I don't know what It's was a weird up. spot, man. I hate performing in front of fucking comedians because right. they just sit there and look. But then motherfuckers will come up and say some dumb shit, and they be like, ah, ha, ha. I'm like, bro. Uh, the last time before I went up there, whenever you went up, there was this guy that was just doing, like, some weird racist stuff. What did he look like? Uh... I don't really remember, but he was—he, I think he was from Pakistan, but he was doing like some weird racist Indian stuff or something, and getting mad about it. And then he did like some stuff about the Jews. Oh, I like, think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was weird, and like, I get it if like if you want to tell a, like a weird kind of joke, and I get it. If it's called like you know irony whenever you do comedy, uh-huh. because you you know guess what? You don't have to believe everything you're saying. It's a joke. Yeah. I get that, but uh, you got to hold my hand, man. You got to take me there. Right. You can't just like hold my hand, let me go, and then think I'm going to meet you at the end of this little line of thought. I'm going to still be standing here on the sidewalk being on, like, where are we going? Yeah. You know? And there was a lot of that, basically, I noticed. And I, I can honestly say with my set, I probably did that as well. But something that, you know, you just got to work on. I mean, I, my ending of my set probably wasn't the best, but I, I still don't understand the exact rules of that place. I got to go back and look. I haven't looked at yours or mine because I've just been busy and shit. Yeah. But I was like, man, there was like some few reactions and shit. That little gay dude, he shocked me when he was like, I'm non-binary. My partner's non-binary. Yeah. This motherfucker was like 6'4", 250. I was like, damn. Hey, man. He looked like he played like high school football, maybe some little early junior college or some shit. I was like, damn, that shit threw me off. It's a brand new world. (laughs) Yeah, but I was like, I know this routine funny. And I was like. Man, god damn. Like, yeah. So I don't know, man. And I just did that shit like three or four days pr- uh, prior. Yeah. And that was the, the reactions and everything. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, there was one day we were doing a show and the mic was cutting out the whole time. It, it was cutting out on that shit, too. Yeah. And uh, there was that. And, like, we're in the middle of doing a set and, like, this birthday party of, like, a Sweet 16 is walking right in front of the stage ah. to go to like the little party area next to it. And the guy's like trying to make jokes about it. But at the same point, I'm like, what the hell is this, man? Like if you're doing a show, you don't walk everybody in front of the stage. If they're going somewhere, walk them behind everybody. That one guy was annoying in the corner with his chick all loud and shit talking. Oh, yeah, he was his phone. That, that's cool. why when I got on stage, yeah. I was like, Hey bro, you gotta be quiet. Yeah. That's also why I kind of like, 
cut my thing short because I was just like, if I can put out the bursts, do that, do a little thing, and be like, thank you guys so much for your time. Have yeah. Because plus, I know when that place is supposed to be shut down. It's supposed to be shut down around like 10. Oh, okay. And I don't want, you know, to override my time because that's not what you're supposed to do when right. you're on stage. You're being granted that time up there. And if you only need so much, you only need so much, you know? She was given like six, seven minutes. I didn't know that. Yeah, because no my, my, set, my set was five minutes. And I was yelling at that one dude for almost a minute or whatever. Yeah. So, and then, like, right when I was finishing my shit, she hit the light. I was like, shit, I'm already done. And my set's five minutes already. Right. So, yeah, man. I just winged it with doing that that night. I usually have, like, a regular set and everything. But I was just like, ah, I've been thinking about this. I'm gonna, I want to see what it, if I can work it out and see how it works. So. That was my second time doing that routine. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I hit Abaka early. I was like, yeah, man, can I get on the lineup for the next event? He was like, tonight? I was like, nah, bro. I got a fucking... I got a fucking, uh, I got a podcast to do. I was like, let me know when the next one is. And then he hit me saying, there's some shit tomorrow night downtown. I was like, I'll be available at the 10. He was like, it start at nine, just pull up. I yeah. was like, all right. He was telling me uh, over like, I think it was like Long Beach or something like that. There was some spot that was open. I was like, ah, oh, shit. I live in NoHo. I'm not going to go all the way to Long Beach. Yeah, this one is at up the place called Probation. Oh, yeah, I haven't heard about that one. Yeah, probation downtown L.A. Upscale cocktail lounge with two stages of live entertainment. Oh. Live music upstairs, live comedy downstairs. June 8th. Oh, from 8 to midnight, two drink minimum. I'll be like, hey, bro, I'm performing, bro. Fuck your minimum. Yeah. But I noticed he got a sponsor. He sponsored, like, Church's Chicken. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up. I'm kind of mad, bro. I know, me too. About what? What you mad about? Uh, like I've been doing this for a while for him, and I'm not getting anything out of it. No, no, uh, I, I nah. I, I'm saying at least like, can I get my my wife in? Right. <laughs> I, I'm mad because a lot of the church's chicken clothes. When I was in the valley, there was some. I lived in Woodland Hills, and there was one. Oh, in, shit. There was one in like Reseda, or some like yeah, Reseda or something close to there. And I used to hit them up. And then when I was in the valley, like. A few months ago, I noticed it closed down. Then there was another one toward like Panorama City area or whatever, really? or something like that. Over, the, okay, you know, uh, it was close to like the Van Nuys Airport area. Yeah, that sounds familiar. There was yeah. one over there. That shit was closed down too. That's crazy. So I just I passed up one that's probably like 15, 20 minutes away and shit. Not too long ago, I found them by accident. But then usually when I be like, Around Gardena area, I hit up that one, but yeah. I like Church of Chicken now. They just kind of like in the hood areas and shit. Well, uh, it's still thriving in Arkansas. I'll tell you that right now. There's at least five locations in NWA. That's what's up. That's where I'm from. Yeah, we had them um, years ago in Kentucky. Uh, probably like maybe when I was a little kid or before I was born, and then they was gone. So I didn't even have it for the first time till I came here, yeah. and I'd be like, you know what I'm saying, I'm atheist and shit, but the only church I faithfully go to is Church, church of Chicken. chicken yeah. yeah, man. Nice, you're an atheist? Yeah, up man. Top. Yeah, I don't be fucking with all that. Yeah. Like, I was, I grew up Christian and shit. Same. But I was never into it. I never really believed into it, believed in it. And then, in like, 2016, I was going through some shit, and then I was like, maybe I should try church. So I started going to the church in, in NoHo. Uh, I think it's called, like, City Life. They, okay. they, uh, the church, it's not even in the church, bro. They do it at this school, this little middle school and shit. I can't even think of the name of that school. It's like a big school and shit. Okay. And they have like a little, some little room or whatever was doing it up there. 
So I went up. I was going over for a few months. I even went to Israel and shit. And when I was over, I just didn't really find what I was looking for. I didn't feel no presence of God and nothing. I was in the Dead Sea floating, all that little shit. I was walking through the Jerusalem. Wailing wall and everything. I went to the Wailing Wall. Yeah, I got pictures yeah. of the shit and everything. That's awesome, dude. I fucking wrote my fucking prayer down, put it in the wall, and then I seen the mother motherfuckers. They had like they fucking forehead on the wall and shit was praying. Yep. So I did that too. Cause when I was walking, this one dude was like, "Yo, bro," I said, "What's up?" He said, you need to have your head covered. I said, I ain't got no yarmulke. He said, there's a bow right there. I said, all right. So, yeah, I got a picture I'll show you right in front of the Wailing Wall. That's cool, man. Apparently, God doesn't want to see the top of your head. Yeah. In all the religions, you got to cover it. Yeah, man. He's up there, so he's looking down. He's like, ugh, gross. (laughs) So, I just realized, I'm like, man, it ain't for me. I never really believed in it and shit. So, I guess you can say maybe a little spiritual, whatever. I'll be going... I like going to like the Buddhist temples and shit and like meditating and all that. But spirituality is different than being religious, isn't it? Shit, I don't know for real. From what I understood, it's being spiritual is like trying to be more in tune with your surroundings and the people around you instead yeah. of like more projecting like your thoughts and like the the will the will of some other being to go through you to do good things, right? Right, right. But yeah, man, you know what I'm saying. So I was like. Wasn't fucking with it, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, I love Church of Chicken. But yeah, I'm performing tomorrow, so I'm going to do that same set tomorrow. Hell yeah. See how it goes, but I want to do it at a dope-ass place, you know what I'm saying, but there's a lot of people. I want to record it because yeah. I want to put it out, you know what I'm saying, for like Pride Month, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was like, oh, I need it needs to be at a good event where motherfuckers is engaging and shit. Exactly. And hopefully this spot tomorrow, there's like the public that's up there and not a bunch of fucking comics and Let's all hope that. so. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna see, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep fucking with that dude Baca. Like, Same. yo, when, whenever you got shows, shit, let me know. I just want to get myself out there more because like there's other folk that I've seen in other comedy spots, and I'm like, man, they suck. How the fuck are they getting on the bill? And then some of these motherfuckers I've seen them perform at the Laugh Factory. I'm like, how the fuck did you get up there? I, you suck. I have not be- had a chance to do any of those spots like Laugh Factory or the Improv or anything. I figured I was gonna, you know. Put my knuckles to the ground, do some of these kind of things first, and yeah. get my 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 stuff going, get my you know different types of sets, things like that. Really get it like written down, really like fine, and then try to go to those places. Because from what I saw online, it's like a lottery. Yeah, and then it's like they, a three minute audition or some yeah. a three minute set. I'm like, I don't have no three minute material, so exactly. I gotta start working on that shit. Yeah, ex- exactly. I think it should be five minimum. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> so. Working on that, but yeah, I just want to start doing more shows, more shows, and then putting more shit out online and, you know. Oh, I just got hip. So, all right, I've seen some of his videos before, but I didn't know who the fuck he was. And then, so I'm oh, shit. I'm trying to, I don't want to fucking play this. All right, yeah, I don't want to play her TikTok. Because mm-hmm. uh, this one motherfucker was like, I never heard of this guy, whoop whoop So I looked him up, and then... uh. I seen, I was like, I seen him one of the video. I'm like, hey, I seen him before. I'm about to tell you his name right now. I was looking at some of his shit yesterday. Uh, where the fuck is it at? Matt Rife. Matt Rife. Yeah. That sounds familiar. Yeah, he's like, he got a lot of shit on TikTok. And uh, he got a, a world tour and shit. Because some, uh, some motherfuckers in my hometown was like, oh, he's he's coming here. So we fucking getting tickets. And then I'm seeing other people was like, who the fuck is Matt Rife? And I had to look him up. And I was like, oh, he's funny. He's a comedian and shit. White dude. And then another this one video popped up. I'm like, oh, I seen this before. So yeah, man. He's funny. I was like, all right, I, I fuck with him and shit. 
So he got some little fucking tour coming out. Yeah, I just looked him up. He's from Ohio. Oh, I didn't know where he was from. Yeah, he's from uh, New Lexington, Ohio. Okay. Uh, I, I'm not trying to be mean. Uh-huh. He looks funny. <laughs> he looks like he'd be a funny person. Yeah. I'm not saying he looks funny. <laughs> he looks like he'd be funny. Because one of the jokes I seen he did yesterday, he was like, yo, I grew up ugly as shit. For the first 22 years, I was ugly. Shit, this dude's jacked. Look at that. Oh, shit, damn. Yeah, man. Like, Damn, I, yeah, I didn't know he was cut up like that. He's got, like, cum gutters and everything. <laughs> So man, tell us about the naked comedy Cause, oh, cause, because yeah. I've I've seen that before on online. I was like, what the fuck? It was a great experience. How uh, many people was in there? Uh, I would say, let's see, let me do the math real quick. There was like ten rows of five on each side, so uh, for the audience, and then there was at least like six to twelve performers, all naked. And you, so like when you walk in. You got to go take your clothes off and then sit down or? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, so you walk in and uh, everybody's still got their clothes on. And uh, whenever the show starts at the predetermined time, they lock the front door. Everyone pulls out their towel and puts it onto the seat that they're going to be sitting on. They take off their clothes. They either put it into their backpack, purses, or just like fold them up and put them underneath their seats. And then everyone's naked. So when you're on stage, like, can you cover up your balls and shit? I mean, if you feel insecure in that point, like in that point, and you want to do that, that's fine. It's not against the rules, quote unquote. Yeah. But uh, it's more of like a, all bodies are good bodies. Like it doesn't matter what your body looks like. Just get up and do your thing. Like there was a really good uh, band that played <laughs> while I was there. And they played naked. Yeah. Oh shit. Uh, yeah, they were wearing like uh, leather gauntlets with like spikes on them. Damn. And the guy was playing an electric ukulele. Oh, so he didn't cover anywhere near his crotch. And the other guy was naked and playing the electric drum set. Damn. And they played a uh, cover of Under My Thumb by the Rolling Stones. I don't know what song. But they changed the lyrics to Under My Bum. Ah. Yes. It was uh, It was quite fun. Was there any sexy bitches in there that was naked? Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> depends on like how you feel about people and stuff. But there really wasn't the... Uh, the vibe of the place. There's other places uh, apparently that do that kind of thing where it's like a sexual theater. That's not why I was there. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was more of like a very open, like, comedy atmosphere. I guess, like, uh, the best way I could put it is the fact that there were no clothes, there were less ambitions, and you had less mentally restraining you to tell your jokes and do your stand-up. It was a very welcoming environment, and uh, it was the first place that I got to play and do stuff when I got here. And I am eternally grateful for it. Have you, how many times have you went up there? Uh, I went there five times. Oh, okay. And before that, I had done nudist stuff before, like going to nudist beaches and things like that. What nudist beach you go to? Uh, in Hawaii, on the big island. It's called Black Sand Beach. It's near uh, La Pacoyahoya, or I mean what's left of it. There's a place close to like San Diego, Black's Beach. Oh, yeah. It's a new beach. I went up there once. Yeah, they're fine. I like it. Uh, that one wasn't a bunch of old motherfuckers and shit. I mean, it was like little kids, <clears throat> old people, couples. See, that's the thing. It's not but, sexual, man. Yeah, but little kids shouldn't be walking around and seeing like fucking old motherfuckers like balls or like bitches they're and not. shit. They're just hanging out at the beach just like anybody else would. Do you think that that's going to happen at the beach when they all have clothes on anyways? That, but they can't see the balls. Or then like... Or then, no, you know what I'm saying? This is already, like, if they're being, you know, taught this, like, from, you know, like, I had sisters, like, when they ran around as little kids, they were naked. Yeah. But know? then also think about, 
the perverted ass fucking people that be looking um, at little kids you know, and shit. That's the thing is those people get booted out of those places. I've seen it. Yeah, I'm just like, uh, uh-uh. yeah, they get out of there pretty quick because everybody else goes, what? And yeah. they're either going to be leaving either by boat <laughs> or by rock or by airlift. Like they don't stay because it's not about that. It's right. a, it's the idea of you know just hang out. What made you move there? To Hawaii? Yeah. Uh, I was working as a chef for three and a half years for the uh, National Park Service. So uh, I would go to one national park during uh, their peak hours, and then during their non-peak hours, I would fly to Hawaii, work there, do chef's stuff and zip lining. That's dope. And then I would fly back. It would be like every six months. Was you out there making poke bowls? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I just started... I started fucking with Paul K about like two, three years ago or some shit. Oh, yeah. I love me a good ahi tuna, tuna steak. I love yeah. that stuff. Yeah. I don't <clears> know <throat> if I had that. It's like what they make poke out of. It's that same like slab yeah. of meat, but like you take that and you sear it just a little bit on both sides, a little salt and pepper, ah. a little wasabi on the side. Yeah. It's, yeah. I'm about to go get some poke pretty soon. Nice. It's been a minute since I had some. some good stuff. So going forward with your comedy, what are you trying to achieve? Uh, basically, I think writing would be a good aspect. I've written a couple screenplays for like just stupid ideas that I've had, and I had nothing else to do and no money that night, so I would just hang out at my house and write a whole screenplay. So I feel that. Yeah, so I, I would like to do that, like write jokes for other people, maybe write on a TV show or something like that. You know, I really love The Simpsons. I've been influenced by that my whole life so i wouldn't say i want to be a writer on that but something like that hell yeah what's like your comedy about like what do you talk about on stage um mostly myself and my observations and how stupid i can be okay because the first thing if you can make fun of anything you should be able to make fun of yourself that's my philosophy on that was you nervous the first time you got on stage oh of course i'm nervous every time you still get nervous? Oh, yeah. Every time. I don't really get nervous no more. Every time. At first I did because I was like, I was new. And I like, now I don't be nervous and shit. Let's be like, shit, let's go. I'll just be like, man, hopefully these motherfuckers be laughing and shit. Exactly. I don't show it. But every time I'm like, all right, let's do this, man. Yeah, I don't get nervous no more. I just like, shit, let's go. I always got to be like, all right, Dave, you got this. And I'm like, do I? Stop talking to yourself. I was like, well, you're talking to me. Well, like, I will stop it. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I'd just be nervous about, I'm like, oh, hopefully I don't forget a line or some shit. That's the biggest thing. It's just like, I try to like just have a Rolodex and just get ready for it. And sometimes your fingers slip and you go onto the wrong card. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I just thought about something. Then I can't take him tomorrow. Because I was going, I work with this old dude and he wants to go to this place. And you can bring dogs. <clears throat> but I'll finish with him at like 10 o'clock and then, no, yeah, 10 o'clock and then go downtown and I was going to bring Turbo because you can bring, he wants to go, he wants me to take him to this brewery. Oh, cool. And you can take dogs, but I'm like, fuck. I, and that's in NoHo, so I'd rather just fucking leave NoHo and go right to fucking downtown. Mm-hmm. Even though where he stays at is like 15 minutes from here, but I don't feel like doing that. Yeah, because yeah, you, uh, you can't go. <laughs> Something else popped up. All right. Sorry about that. Yeah, hopefully tomorrow goes good. You know, in the yeah. next episode, I'll talk about that and I'll let y'all know. 
what happened. I want to say shout out to Lenny McKenzie for the last episode. You know what I'm saying? He talked with comedic dreams. He talked about his aspirations, what he wanted to do for comedy. So, yeah, man. I want to hit up fourth wall. You know there's two fourth walls. Oh, yeah, there's two. There's, there's one, one in NoHo. And, and there was one on Sunset. On, yeah. I went to the one on Sunset, so I want to go up there again. Third uh, third wheel, too. Yeah, that's in Santa Monica, right? Uh, Korea, like near Santa Monica, Koreatown? No. Uh, no, Koreatown's third, over here. Third wheel, uh, it's like, it's near Koreatown. Oh, okay, I thought it was Santa Monica. All right, so check that out. And then I was like, shit, since I'm already in NoHo, I might as well go to HaHa. Do you know what days they do the... Thursday is the open mic. It's always, okay, it's Thursday. Yeah, Thursday or Wednesday, Thursday is the one at uh, the Comedy Chateau. Okay. And then Sunday is at noon. Come the auditions. Your, is there audition. Chateau, yeah. Because yeah. I know HaHa was doing it on like Monday, Wednesdays, or Friday, the couple of days a week, so now... Yeah, it's most recently I saw it, like that's what it's On Thursdays, all right, cool. I'm going to have to hit them up then and go up there one day and check it out. I haven't checked it out either, so... I've been up there a few times. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so I liked like, it. A good, is it a good room? Like a good like set like area? There was one time it was close to like 30 motherfuckers and it was a lot of people from the public that mm-hmm. was there. That's what I like. But lately, yeah. shit, I've been there. It'd be like eight, nine motherfuckers and shit, all comedians. And they will be fucking laughing. I'm like, bro, yeah. get the fuck out of here. I was like, y'all suck. And I get up here and be funny. You just look and shit. Like, yeah. Bitches. That shit, oh, uh, bro, this shit fucking gotcha. annoys me. I cannot wait till I blow up so I don't have to be around these weak motherfuckers and endure this shit. Because I be in my head, I be like, man, fuck this. Please call my name so I can just fucking perform and get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I know that feeling. Yeah. I'm just waiting through. And usually I like to wait a little bit because people show up late and all that. So I'm like, yeah, let's do it. If it's a good night, I'll stay the whole night. I'll be like, I'll watch everybody. But like, if, if it's not going good until I go up, I'm like, all right, I'll go up and I'm gone. Like, I'm not staying the rest of the night. See ya. Yeah. But I like sunset rooftop. Yeah. Go up there and shit. They awesome let you smoke spot. and shit. Do right? whatever. Hey, that place is lit as fuck. Yeah. Hey, plus they had, they had some high ones in that motherfucker. There was some chicks over on the side that was eating and shit. Well, I mean, it's a big spot. They got a lot of room up there. You know, that was my, I never knew about the little part where we was at. I really? ne- Yeah, I've never I been either. there. I've only been on like the, the side where the, like the outside, inside, outside part where you be eating and shit. That's the only place I've been to. So, yeah, man. Shout out to the Sunset Rooftop and shit. All right, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they, they had this one chick that was working in there. She was all right, too. Oh, the waitress? Yeah. Yeah, she was super nice. She was I wasn't nice. talking about her personality. <laughs> I was. Uh, I don't know what her personality was like. We didn't speak. I did. But I seen what she looked like. I was like, damn, motherfucker, okay. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> 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 that's a real ass shit. Let me see what else we got on the fucking on the list. Hey, you been to uh, New York City? Uh, yes, I have. Which where in New York did you go to? I went to Brooklyn, Greenwich Village, uh, the Statue of Liberty. I also went to the Empire State Building. Uh, I I did a little tour and stuff through uh, Central Park. Okay, went to the Seinfeld Diner. Uh, I, I know I, about I, the Seinfeld I, Diner. I, I went to basically all the big things, uh, and I was there for like fifteen hours. Oh, shit. I rode the Amtrak because I was living in Buffalo. 
Oh, shit, man. My fucking stepdad was from upstate New York. Oh, yeah? In this town called Medina. Yeah. You know Medina? Really? You know Medina? Yeah, it's like an half half an hour away from Lockport. No, okay. I was was getting ready to say it's close to Lockport. Bro, fuck that bull-ass, weak-ass fucking fucking town. That shit sucks. It's the only place I saw in the the north that had a rebel flag. There was? Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't know it. Yeah. That's where my stepdad was from. Like, when I was a kid... We fucking would drive out there from Kentucky and shit. I hated being out there. Like, it was like nothing oh, to yeah. do. It's not cool. And then we went one year. The last time I was up there was eighth grade. We went up there for spring break, and it, like, snowed. It was, like, nothing to do. We were just sitting in the house. I'm like, man, I can't wait to get the fuck out of here. And the snow up there. I was living up there during the polar vortex. Oh, shit. Like, back in, like, back in 2014 or something uh-huh. like that. And the whole place was just iced down because we're right next to Lake Erie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I was working at a place that was right on the lake. Damn. Like a, uh, a tire factory. Dunlop. Uh, like one of the second biggest ones in the country. Yeah. And I was working there and uh, I couldn't see across the street and I'm calling my boss. I'm like, dude, I can't see across the street. I can't make it in. He's like, yeah, you can. The buses are still running. Oh, shit. Yeah. I had to go outside with my giant beard, just get frozen. Damn. Did you ever go up to Rochester? Oh, yeah. I never went up there. Ain't that Ithaca- like where Kodak is? Yeah. Uh, Ithaca is really nice, too. Oh, yeah. Ithaca, New York. Yeah. Yeah. I always wanted to see what was up with it's that. Re- there's a gorge there that's like really cool to see. It's like you can get t-shirts that says Ithaca is gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's nice up there. I bet you they got some eye ones, some eye little bitches at that Ithaca College, too. Uh, I wouldn't know. I was there with... Uh, lady at the time so. ah yeah yeah i ain't been up to upstate new york and i have really no plans on going back yeah. if i did maybe buffalo if i was getting paid i wouldn't go up there for the fuck of it uh, uh, there's one place i want to go to upstate new york it's called tarunga i ain't never heard of it nobody has uh, <laughs> this guy who used to be an elvis impersonator uh apparently he did it out here in california in like the late 70s he became friends with this guy who was a prop master and the prop master had all the original set like blueprints for the original star trek show oh shit so the guy got all those and he built it in an old dollar general and you can go and pay like 20 bucks and it's all like it looks exactly like the star trek from the 1960s damn yeah that's the only reason i would go i would fly into like buffalo new york take a like an uber all the way just to go there and leave when we flew there for like spring break we flew into buffalo and then they picked us up but the, all the other times, we, like, drove out there and shit. Yeah, I mean, from Buffalo to Medina is not that far. I think it's, like... Hour and some change. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Because uh, the guy I lived with and his wife, that's where his parents lived, was Medina. And we'd go out there Damn. hang out with them. His dad was... Uh, he said the one of the funniest things I think I've ever heard in my life. He said, I'm not racist. Oh, shit. You better say some racist ass shit. But I hate fucking Haitians. What the fuck do Haitians do? I don't know. That's random as fuck. He he did not say anything beforehand (laughs) or after. But I was like, that's literally like an oxymoron. You can't say I'm not racist and literally (laughs) just say you hate a whole race. Speaking of Haitians, shout out to my Haitian homeboy, Frank. He's going to be out here next month, him and Richard. So those are my my peoples. We got this little group. You know what I'm saying? Our little crew. We call it the stepdaddies and shit. All right. So... This would be like the fourth year in a row. They come out here every year for Fourth of July. Oh, cool. Yeah, so they're going to be out here. Hell yeah. So I'm, I'm excited for that. That's badass. Did you ever go up to 
Niagara Falls. Oh yeah, definitely. I ain't Bunch never times. made it up there. Uh, the cool thing was, is I had like a uh, walking passport. So it was what's like a, a walking passport? So it was basically an ID that you had to pay a whole bunch of money for, so you could walk across the Freedom Bridge or the Peace Bridge oh. from uh, American Niagara Falls to Canadian Niagara Falls. Mm-hmm. Canadian Niagara Falls, thousand times better. I never so, knew there was a east south oh, of Niagara Falls. It is so cool over there. They've got like haunted houses, attractions. It's clean. What's the and that's so. What's the name of that town in what? Is it Niagara, Canada? It's Niagara Falls, Canada. Oh, okay, that's all yeah. right. Yeah, it's because Niag- I, I knew it was like ain't it like Niagara Falls, New York too? Yeah. Oh, so I didn't know it was the same yep. for Canada. It's, okay. Yeah, it's because they're both bordering Niagara Falls. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I thought about maybe going. Then I'm like, bro, I don't give a fuck. It's the best thing in the water side and shit. Sucks. Uh, it's very dirty. It's just like, oh, look at the falls. If you ever want to go and you want to have a good time, Canadian side's where it's at. Like, that's the spot. You, there's awesome eateries. There's touristy things you can do. There's actually, like, a little tower you can get up on and, like, actually see the falls instead of just, like, a railing to look over. I heard, like, motherfuckers from, like, New York City don't accept or consider, like, motherfuckers in upstate, like, real New Yorkers and shit. Well, yeah, that's understandable. <laughs> it's kind of like people that live in Los Angeles, some of them wouldn't say that they're, like, California born and bred if they live in Sacramento or something like that. There's other places, like, you know, people have those different ideas of if you're not really from this part of this area, you're not really from this place. Yeah, I mean, if you're from Brooklyn, you're not really from New York if you're from Queens. <laughs> like, you know. And they're right there on the island. Damn, they said they say that. Yeah, I would figure that's all fucking New York and shit. Yeah, yeah but they're still mad at each other. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Shit's fucked up. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's all bad for you. <laughs> Have you ever seen somebody and be like shocked about the car that they drive? Have you ever seen like a bad bitch and then see her car and it be like fucked up? Be like, God damn. Or have you seen like a dude like? If you seen somebody and then they got like a super nice car, you'd be like, oh, shit, I wasn't expecting you to drive that. I used to drive a hearse. No shit? Yeah. How'd you get it? So, uh, I... I wouldn't expect, I wouldn't expect to hear that you drove a hearse. Yeah, I did. And uh, so, it was like right when the pandemic started. Recently, goddamn. Right? So, uh, I was in Arkansas and I had just stopped moving back and forth to Hawaii. And uh, my brother gave me a loan to find a car. And I was like, okay, what's the the amount? And when I find it, we can go and get it. And he told me it was like twenty five hundred. And I was like, okay, not bad. I'll start looking on Craigslist. So, so was like, you trying to make payments or find something for just that? Find for something that, amount? For that that flat amount. Damn. And turn it over. You, so ain't, you ain't got much room to work I with. I go to Craigslist and I find a nineteen ninety nine Cadillac hearse, white. And I was like, well, I want to come out to California. That was my whole plan after I had stopped doing my other stuff, like come out here and do comedy. I was like, I'm going to take all the stuff out of the back and make, turn it into a camper. There's so much room in the back of Please it. Please tell me you still have this. So I get the hearse and everything like that. One of the, the funny things that happened while I had it, I was at a liquor store, and I pull in, and right next to it is a, uh, like a pizza place. I go and get my, my, my liquor and stuff, and I get out, and I get into my car, and there's just like two chicks hanging out. And they're looking at my car. <laughs> I got the window down. I put in my tape deck to put in my CD player to start playing my music because it's a 1999 and it just has a tape deck. All good. And uh, she goes, hey, are you a serial killer? <laughs> the fuck? And I went. I thought she was going to say, if you a mortician or some shit. I went, not yet. 
And she was like, well, I could be your next victim. I was like, well, that depends. How old are you? And she was like, I'm 17. I was like, yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, if you wanted this. I was like, yeah, if I wanted you. You'd be a little bit year older and a little bit a little bit fatter. So in my dreams, oh, I shit. drove off. You like fat chicks? She was like seventeen and skinny, and I was giving her shit. Yeah. she called me a fucking serial killer. <laughs> That's crazy. Did you ever fuck in the in the hearse? No, Damn. never did that. I'd have been like, hey. What ended up happening to that was uh, one day I was driving down the road and I almost got sideswiped by a guy, and it was either hit a uh, cliff face or go off a bridge. And I went off a bridge, hit a tree, and the car spun. Oh, did a shit. barrel roll, and I landed in the water on the wheels. Here? No, Arkansas. Oh, shit. Yeah. How I, long did you have it for? Uh, Like six months. Oh, you didn't even have that motherfucker long. Yeah, it sucked. Damn. Lost my cello in there. My other oh, guitar, shit. my banjo. Uh, yeah, all kinds of shit. Damn. It was crazy watching the water rise up after that whole thing because I had nothing was wrong with me. I did not get hurt at all. So the car just sunk, or they oh, pulled it. They, 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 they didn't pulled pull it. Up? They pulled it out later, and it was like they were like, "If you weren't in something like this, you would be dead." Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. But it's ironic, right? It took a hearse to make sure I'd stay alive. Hell yeah. <laughs> would people look at you weird when you was driving and shit? Oh yeah, all the time. There was another guy that lived in the college town next to where I lived that had the same model and make, but it was black, and he made it all look like Mad Max. Okay. So when we drive past each other, he'd be like, Ugh. I was going to ask if you, did you hook yours up? Uh, no, I, it, I was just turning it into, like, a camper. I was more focused on the inside and, like, taking out, like, a lot of the plywood, adding all that stuff in, everything like that. Man, you know, I thought about getting an RV and living in that bitch. That was my plan, Wonderbird. And shit, like... One that have like a shower, one that has Wi-Fi. And yeah. I, I live in that motherfucker, man. You know what I'm saying? That's better than paying rent. Whenever I was uh, doing the back and forth shit, like uh, I was living in Oregon and uh, I fell out like doing stuff in the national park. So me and the person I was with at that time got a like a Conaline van. We built a spot in it for us to sleep in. Uh-huh. Right. And in Oregon, the law is in the Deschutes Forest. You can park your car anywhere you want for two weeks. But after that, you got to move it 75 yards. Oh, shit. Okay. And then they have like showers and stuff at the parks for like a dollar for five minutes. Uh, yeah, I guess it ain't bad and shit. Yeah. So I'm, and you, I, can, I can get clean in five minutes. Me too. And then they have like uh, like na- like natural food store. Not natural food stores, but like the farmer's markets you can go and get stuff from. You can cook stuff up at the park. I did that for like six months and it was great. And I was Where was this at? Uh, Sisters, Oregon. I was like a manager at the restaurant while I was doing all this stuff. Like, so he's able to save a lot of money and shit. Oh yeah, and then go back to Hawaii and then go back. Like, so what would you do? So, what would you do with the van when you was in Hawaii? Oh, we sold it. Like okay. before we left, there was a gentleman that uh, we met that needed it, and it was going to be cold there, so we get, we sold it at a loss. But that was fine. Damn, there's nothing wrong with that. That's what's up. Yeah, man, I thought about that. Just getting a fucking nice little RV, something where I can. Stretch out, watch TV, and then have the bed. If a chick be like, where you live at? Wherever I want to, baby. Wherever the road takes me. Yeah, wherever I want. Where you headed? Nowhere in particular. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going I'm to I'm put a post. Like, would you date somebody that lived in the RV and shit? Because technically, it's a house. It's a house on wheels. I park is. wherever I want to fucking park. I built a teardrop trailer. 
like with uh, another person. Like we had our own little teardrop trailer that we'd pull behind in a Prius, uh-huh. and we'd sleep in that. We'd have like a big tent. We would just rent out tent spots, just Damn. stay there for six six months, and then work at other places. And just if it was nice out, it was nice out. If it rained, oh no, it's not that bad. We can just jump in there. <laughs> and then that park that's off Magnolia, they be parking up there too. Yeah, that's true. I see yeah. that a lot. Yeah, I see that a lot. I saw that today, actually. Yeah, man. So did you get a car out here? No, I don't have a car. Oh, I, okay. I've walked like 200 miles a month. Damn. Yeah. Did no. you did you take a bus here or Uber? Uh, I took an Uber almost here. I took it halfway here. Oh, okay. Yeah. And what, did you walk the rest of the way? Yeah. Oh, you walked from where? Uh, Highland Liquor. Highland Liquor. Okay, let me see. Yeah, back by towards the Hollywood Bowl. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So I've walked like to Hollywood Boulevard and and, and like back. From, you know what I'm saying from yeah, here. Yeah, like I passed like Ralphs bad. and stuff. Like okay, uh, the high school. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know you're talking about. I, I walk to work every day, which is like three and a half miles. How long does that take you? Well, it's there and back, so it's like an hour and a half. It takes you an hour and a half to walk to work. Yeah. God damn. And shit on, on hot days, though, that's going to be a bitch. I just bring my water with me. I'm fine. You're going to be sweating a lot? Dude, I was here during the heat wave last year doing the knocking on doors for Rick, San, or Rick Caruso. Yeah, Rick Caruso. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I was doing that during the heat wave. I, I remember that shit. so much water where I didn't go to the bathroom. Damn. And I'm out knocking on doors. I think I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. I remember, yeah, fuck, that heat wave. It was nuts. I was out there. That's when I went to Bryce Canyon and went to the Batman cave. <laughs> Hell, yeah. I'm about to hit that up again. That little uh, trek to the Hollywood sign, because I did it where I was at the bottom part. So I'll do it again where I go up to the top. Yeah. And see what that's like. Yeah, you have to knock that little shit out. I haven't gone hiking in a while. I need to do that. Yeah, I'm going to go tomorrow. I got to shoot to the doctor in the morning. I'll probably... Wake up because I'm off one job and then I have to do another job later in the afternoon. But I'll be waking up early as fuck and shit. Because usually I wake up at like 2 a.m. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, because yeah, I got to be at work real early. Oh, dang. So fucking like on my off days, I'll be waking up fucking 5 o'clock. I'm like, God damn, I want to sleep in. But I've been retired. So I'm going to sleep, hit up the doctor, and then take this motherfucker hiking. There you go. Because I've been trying to fucking... Work out, drop some weight. So I was at the gym earlier, and I went Monday. So tomorrow I'll go hiking because he likes it and shit yeah. to be out. So we're going to do that and then do my other little shit and then go hit up and perform. Nice, man. I'll probably, uh, I got to go grocery shopping and start my new diet. So What's the new diet? 5,000 calories a day. You trying to gain weight? Yeah, I'm trying to bulk up and start working out and like build up some weight. I mean, I'm already lean. Yeah. That's where you start. All right, so, like, what you going to be eating? Uh, well, I found a couple of things, but it's mostly, like, salmon, chicken, rice, uh, like, vegetable proteins, things like that. Uh, a lot of muscle milk and or whole milk. Okay. Which I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that, considering I'm lactose intolerant. But yeah. I'm going to have to search and see what I can do to substitute those proteins. But, you know, something, because I'm walking 200 miles a month. Uh, like if anything, that'll supplement a lot and then also give me at least a little bit of something to gain back to and then use that to, you know, build something off of. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking at least. I feel that. 
What we got? We got we pushing two hours. All right. That's oh, all really? Damn. Yeah. No way. Yeah. All right. So before we leave here, you want to tell the people where they can find you? Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Uh, I've got a YouTube channel at the underscore Dave underscore Leon. Same thing on. Uh, Will you tell them Instagram? how to spell Leon? Because some people uh, slow. L E O N. All right. Noel backwards. I never thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, same name on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Uh, check out the YouTube channel. It will be updated shortly. Uh, yeah, you, you got stand-up routines on the YouTube channel? Yes, I do. Okay. Yes, I have stand-up routines. Uh, some of them are from Arkansas. I also have short films as well on there if you want to okay. check those out. Uh, no shows in the future, but definitely check onto the social media so you'll find out more about those. Hell yeah, man. Thank you for coming. Thank and he you. was early. Right. Most motherfuckers be showing up late and shit. And then don't even say nothing. And be like, oh, I'm going to be late. Like, bro, you should have told me this like 20 minutes ago or some shit. I was always told if you're always early, you're never late. Yeah, I always be. I show up too early to shit too. Because I'm sitting there chilling. Then my phone rung. I'm like, oh, the call box. I was like, oh, shit. He's like 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes early. Yeah. I was like, shit, that's straight with me. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. All good and shit, man. You can come back. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. Like I always tell y'all, if you have a dream, if you have a goal, if you have an idea, go after it. Achieve it. Don't listen to those motherfuckers that'll say it'll never work because more than likely they never tried it or they did and they failed and they just gave up because they pussy. Damn. Don't follow a loser. You know what I'm saying? I'm sending out fresh vibes, good health, and wealth to those who are deserving of it. Those who have the same genuine feelings for me, I feel that for you. You can't give, like, the good grace and them good vibes to fucked up people because they don't deserve that shit. Fuck them. We ain't giving them no love and no praise around this bitch. Fuck yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's getting uh, to be summer, and some of these cities and these states is getting hot you know when it get hot, motherfuckers start tripping and shit. Hopefully, everybody's summer will be cool. No bullshit, you know. Fucking election and the campaign is getting ready to start. So these motherfuckers are getting ready to start lying to us. Yeah, Don't fall for the okie doke. But I just want to send out love, man, to y'all. And thank y'all for listening. I appreciate that. There's a whole lot of podcasts up in this world that y'all could have listened to and y'all choose to listen to me. And some of y'all are faithful have been listening for years. And then I'll be finding out motherfuckers who listen but don't say nothing, the little silent fans and shit. Uh, I'm like, bitch, say something. Like, oh, yeah, on the park. I'm like, I didn't fucking know you listen. Let a motherfucker know. You know what I'm saying? I shot your little stupid ass out. But it's all love and shit. For everybody out there that be lying on me, making up rumors, allegations, that be hating and shit. I just want to say, fuck you, eat a dick, and die slow. You just got buried, you little punk-ass bitch. Yeah, it's real. I end all episodes like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got to, like, kick some positivity to the people, but I got to be real, too, and shit, you know what I'm saying? If I don't like you, fuck you. And if I like you, you know what I'm saying? I want the best for you and all that little shit. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, that was episode, I think this is episode 116. You know, I don't know what the name is yet. I'll figure it out and I'll upload it. But yeah, this is a fresh podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode because I don't know about you, Dave, but I enjoy giving this to the people. Same. Thank you so much, man. All Thank good, you. man. Thank you for coming. So yeah, man, y'all stay fresh. 
until the next time y'all hear from me, you know, y'all just be safe, get your money, live your life, take care of your shit, and make sure your mental health is up to date. Matter of fact, motherfucking, I was supposed to have a goddamn uh, therapy session today at 3 o'clock, and that bitch ain't even fucking called me. Oh, man. I just thought about that. Motherfucker, I'm going to text that bitch tomorrow and be like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Maybe she's talking to her mental health person. Somebody. Actually, I was thinking about just quit fucking with them anyway because I was like, this bitch really don't even fucking help me. I don't really feel shit. You, you got to find somebody that works. Yeah. That's the most important. I, I have a routine I've been working on about that shit too. <laughs> but yeah, man, y'all stay fresh. Until the next time. This podcast has been presented to you by Extraterrestrial Enterprises.